What's up, everybody? It's the Across the Nation Station podcast. Uh, we're back. We took a week off hiatus because of uh, Valentine's Day. Um, but we are back. He spent it with his wife, and he had lovely times. I spent it with uh, food and the movie. Hey, I mean, you're complaining, but that's not nothing to complain about. Like, that's no good. Hey, it was good food. Oh, that's yeah, good. I yeah. had good food. That's good. Yeah, we had good food, too. Um, it was a good week off. Uh, I just felt like it was better for me to just spend the time with my wife than do the podcast. Sorry, listeners, but oh no, yeah. Um, we got a loaded conversation today. A lot of stuff to talk about. So we're just gonna get going. Uh, I'm gonna roll the intro and we'll go. Oh, and I'm Nate, and this is Andrew, my <laughs> co-host. Um, I, I love our our very very professionalism that we have here. It's amazing. I mean, normally we're pretty on top of the like announcing each other ourselves. I just forgot. <laughs> Yeah, and remember, put your phone on silent. Oh, it is, actually. I already did it on silent. Crazy, I know. Um, so we're gonna start with Andrew because Andrew Scott. Most of my stuff is gonna take a lot of the time, and we'll end with something he wants to talk about too. But we're gonna start with Andrew. Um, Atomic Heart so, is what we're talking about. Okay. Um, I just want to say so real hour, quick. Yeah, I just want to say one thing about it. I don't know much much about the game. Uh, I saw videos on it. And, like, I kind of get the concept of what it kind of is. Um, and my personal opinion is it's not really my style of game. But, like, I have another friend who's playing it, and he was very excited for it. So I'm, I am very excited to hear what you have to say about it. Maybe you'll sway me to play it. But if it's what no. I think it is, I don't think I'm going to play it. Yeah, I played it for about an hour. Um, I didn't download it because I'm doing more of cloud gaming stuff so i'm not clogging because i have over like 200 games on my hard drive i'm not clogging it up anymore if it has cloud gaming i'm doing cloud gaming i i don't give a shit anymore um it's not that bad the refresh rate's not bad you don't even notice it until it happens cloud gaming is a really nice way to play um with that being said i only played it for about an hour maybe a little bit more because i did get kicked off because there's a like windstorm going on outside that's making everything funky and in the hour I played, it feels like a little bit of Bioshock Infinite. It feels a little bit like cyberpunky in a way with Russians. Like the whole game, you are in Russia. It's all Russians. There's Russian language all over the place. Everybody calls you comrade, which is honestly kind of annoying. Um, it just... The melee system in that game is so weird to use. Chunky. Like, it feels chunky. I didn't like it that much. Um, the it first looks chunky. You get, you it get, it, it yeah. kind of looked... Um, sorry, I'm interrupting you. It kind of looked like... Uh, what's the word? I'm trying to think of the game. It's like clunky Fallout. Yes. 
you know um, you do have a power <laughs> power attack that you have to hold and you have a little meter that builds up to it and honestly okay so i didn't like the intro to this game at all it was very you are stuck in this boat you, in some games when you're in a railroad tutorial you can look around throw almost 360 degrees you can look around in this one you could look left and right maybe 35 degrees each way like you can't like there's a whole world you're passing up and you cannot see it you can only see basically so they like really locked you up the like i don't know it, it was it was just very you're sitting there you're like i want to skip i want to skip i want to skip i want to skip like that's all i kept thinking and i love lore and story but for this in the beginning it didn't have lore like you just you literally start in the middle of like a conversation it feels like and you have no idea what the fuck is going on and oh your glove talks to you your little tentacle glove talks to you and they kind of push it forward that you're in russia by it being a red star that opens up and these little tentacles come out that talk and i was like oh okay uh, what the fuck just had did i is this like a demo am i playing here because i remember demos would do that where you would start on like a mission where you have enough weaponry and you would just fuck around for like an hour or two and then the demo would be over. This kind of starts like that. You're just, you're confused. You don't know what's going on. You go through this whole intro. You don't fight any enemies. And when you finally are able to free walk around, it's linear. Like there's places you can explore, but there's no secrets to find. And their scanner tutorial is bullshit. Everybody called it out because it tells you, oh, hold LB and RB or R1 and R2 or whatever. You hold these together and you can scan. You hold those together. You hold your hand up. Tentacles come out and nothing happens. You have to tap the RB twice to scan and hold it. And it's like, why the fuck does it say hold LB, RB? That's literally all. It just says you scanner LB plus RB. That's all it says. That is your tutorial to use it. I had to go online to figure this out after like 20 minutes of trying to figure it out. It is so stupid. After I got past that, it was another 15 minutes of tutorial. Well, not really a tutorial, more of you walk upstairs, a robot hands you a key, you walk back downstairs or elevator back downstairs, you see a car you get in, you're like, oh, cool, I get to drive. And then a robot hooks up your car to some cables and then it just kind of takes you away. So you sit in that for like 10 minutes doing nothing. And again, you can't turn. You can't see the world that's fucking around you. You just, you're in this car while there's talking and you're like, okay. And then it pulls back. Oh, you're on cities in the sky. Bioshock infinite. Okay. You finally get down to the ground. You don't even reach the ground because some attack happens. And then you have to sit through more bullshit where you can't do anything. And then five minutes after that, you wake up on the ground and you can run around and you have an axe that you can telepathically used after that point. It just, the whole beginning makes no fucking sense. Why would they railroad, literally railroad you that fucking hard? Sorry, it's just that whole hour was not fun. It was okay. not fun to play it. So, <laughs> what it sounds like is as of right now, you've only played an hour, and it is not good. Yeah, that first hour was not good. Now, I gotta say, if it really is all tutorial for the first hour, you can't really judge the game off of that, you know? But I know. But it, so it I am was, looking forward to hearing your updated um, 
opinion of the game next week, like when you've gotten more time to play. Maybe Here, it by here's how, how how long is the game? Do they know yet? Um, I don't know. There's they. I mean, as far as I know, there is the only reference because it's only been out like a day or two is eight things to know before starting Atomic Heart. That's all I could find. Other than that, it's buy it on our website. Buy it on our website. Like there's no no, there's no reviews, reviews really that I can find. That's crazy. Atomic Heart: How to use flawless widescreen to increase field of view. Uh, Atomic Heart Xbox, Atomic Heart, ooh, IGN review, I can just fucking go off of that. Um, there's videos on it, uh, how Atomic Heart restored my fragmented faith in PC ports. What? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have to play it more. There is manual save stations, which is actually kind of cool. I do love manual save stations. I think there is also automatic save, I'm not really sure. Um, you're you can't key map anything, which sucks. That so you can't weird. change your. Yeah, there's no con like you can't even look at your controller. Usually, they give you a controller you can look at and tell you what they are. Yeah, you don't have that. Just like you just don't have it. What? It, it's not even in the fuck. Yeah, it's not even in, uh, maybe on PC it has it, but uh, so far on Xbox, you do not have the choice to look at your controller. You are forced to figure it out interesting it's weird yeah. it almost feels seems like it's like they made a game and then it's like a half-baked game like yeah they just thought that the they, environment would sell the game so they just ru they might have rushed to release it i don't know but it would be weird to me if they did because they chose a horrible time to release this game like they released oh, it absolutely. right after harry potter while harry potter is still like 80, harry potter is like an 80 hour game so people are going to still be playing Harry Potter. So the fact that they decided yeah. to release this game now was stupid. There's also that other, like, um, not Atomic Heart, but there's, like, Wild Heart or whatever. There's, like, another game with a very similar name that just released, too. Yeah. And it's, like, Monster Hunter. Like, they chose... Oh, a, yeah. And I've heard that that game's pretty good and it, with friends. You have to be with... But that's how Monster Hunter is. You kind of have to be with friends. Um, But... So it's weird to me that they decided to release this game now, and if it's at a in a bad state, which it sounds like it might be, why even release it? Like, why not push it out, wait a little while? Like, it seems weird to me, unless yeah. they were just done with the game, you know? Maybe they were done with continuing it. Yeah, and it seems to me because... So you have games that are based in a Russia area, or Ukraine with Stalker. And those games, ne like even Metro, never forced you into to a tutorial that you could not get out of. Metro 2033, yeah, you had a linear thing, but you can free run around everywhere. Like the only time you're railroaded into a linear path and could not get out of it was when you're actually on the railroad, and that was it. Like other than that, you can run around on this linear path, you can fucking hide behind shit. No, in Atomic Heart, you're just there. Um, if Also, if the first gun you get, you get one shotgun shell for it. And I'm on, I'm on mid-difficulty. I always choose mid-difficulty. I never choose easy just to get through the story. I just choose mid and go from there. Um, but you get one shotgun shell for your shotgun, and that's it. Like, I, don't, I haven't found ammo. Like, I ran around trying to look for ammo, never found any. I don't know where the fuck you get ammo from in the game yet. Haven't got that far. But after I lost connection with the cloud, and it... 
I went and played Goldeneye. And I just started running through levels on that because I got pissed. Which is also what I was playing before we started this. Because <laughs> Goldeneye is always fun. It's not about the story. It's about running around and killing endless waves of enemies while trying to complete your objectives. Isn't it funny it that is. that game has been out for so long and it's still like super fun? Like, oh, yeah, I, saw, I saw a thing. Why is Goldeneye revered so much? It's just a basic game. It's like, dude, at... It, it, Nintendo 64, man, that was that that was like Call of Duty for Nintendo 64 is what that was. Literally, it was it was Nintendo's version of Call of Duty. Yeah, like it it's was weird a, to me that they haven't really remade it. Like, why would you not remake that game? That would be an awesome game to it, like re-establish. Well, you know, from what I know, from what I've read, is that they they are wanting to remaster it. Um, but nothing's really. I don't want to remaster. I want to remake, like a remake, a new story, but like you know, with that, you know, atmosphere. 007, you know, 007's changed, like in movies, over and over again. Just do a new 007, make a brand new 007, and make it Nintendo exclusive. You know, like that could be yeah. their Call of Duty or their Battlefield or their, you know. But, well. It would be, except Xbox, or not Xbox, but Activision, or whoever the fuck owns Call of Duty right now, just signed a 10-year deal with Nintendo to release Call of Duty games on Nintendo now. I know, and it's not gonna, it's not like gonna be good, it's gonna run really bad, and, like, the thing with games releasing on Nintendo Switch, I just don't get it. Like, big name games, specifically, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the new, uh... Hogwarts Legacy game also is supposed to release on Nintendo Switch. There's no way it's going to look good. Like, that game is yeah. so intensive with so much, like, with the environment and um, so much on your screen that you're fighting at the same time and stuff. Like, there's no way a Switch can handle that unless the graphics are just terrible. So I don't yeah. know why people want these big games on Nintendo Switch. Like, if you want it mobile, buy a steam deck and play it on the steam deck because that's going to be your best way to play it mobile and if you don't want it mobile and you want to be able to put it on your tv don't do it on a switch like buy a different console like <laughs> you shouldn't want a game like that on the switch unless you're planning on trying to have it mobile but again you know you can just have a steam deck and it's going to run way better and look way better and be way better so yeah I, I don't know like i know they're planning on doing call of duty but i just hope that it doesn't call of duty doesn't have to dumb down the graphics for everything to make it work on the switch you know what i mean like if they have yeah, to yeah. like hurt themselves to do it it's not going to be worth it because they're already making oh that was the other thing i wanted to talk about was call of duty that's what i was missing i'll add that into our list of stuff to talk about <laughs> um because yeah i have some things to say about that one for sure um okay uh are you good with atomic heart do you want to move on or you want to keep talking about it you have anything else um, no, uh, um, there's nothing really to talk about other than, I mean, the graphics, it's not P. This looks like Bioshock Infinite for graphics. It kind of play. it feels like it plays just a clunkier version of that. So it doesn't really look like That's a new gen it. game? Oh, what? It doesn't look like a new gen game, in your opinion? Not really. It, it just looks like an Xbox One game. Um, I actually kind of... As soon as we start talking about Goldeneye, I've been looking at Goldeneye stuff and just kind of writ written off a ton of 
there was a remaster on fucking Xbox 360. I didn't know that. And then they have the original 64 game that was re-released for new consoles and then Xbox Game Pass players, which is, it just plays like the original ones, just instead of aiming, you stand still, now you aim and strafe like a normal modern game. Interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm done with Atomic Heart. There's really nothing I can say other than meh. Yeah, you are breaking up a little bit once in a while while you're talking, and it's probably all that wind over where you're at. But you cut out once in a while. Yeah, it's the same here for me. Um, I hear you break up, but it, it, I mean, there's that fucking windstorm going on. Yeah, as long as it doesn't break up on the recording as much, it's fine. You'll break up, but I won't because it's recording directly off my microphone. But um, if you listeners are wondering, that's why. He's dealing with a windstorm right now where he's at, so... He might get some sound errors. But gosh, you sound way better than you used to sound. <laughs> so happy know, that right? you finally got that microphone. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna move oh. on. We're gonna move on I'll to a movie. We're gonna move on to a movie, actually. I'll finish we'll finish out with the games because we have a few games to talk about towards the end. Um Oh, okay. So real quick, uh before you talk about your movie. Um, the Winnie the Pooh horror movie is out. Go watch it. Ooh. I'm gonna watch it soon. Uh, yeah. Is it in? But the... it's out like theaters. So okay, I was at, gonna, I was wondering. If it's a theater release. It's not just like a. Um, yeah, it's a theater. streaming release. That's cool. That's cool. 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 When are you gonna see it? Do you have the tickets for it already? I kind of want to drag all my friends from work to it because they all try to That's drag right. me into stuff. So, yeah. Um. No. Yeah. It's out. Um. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, I believe it's only on theater right now, actually. Are you planning on seeing it this week so that we can talk about it next week? Can I say that we're um, going to talk about it next week? Well, I won't be able to see it this week because okay. I work until Saturday after tomorrow. I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's my four-day week. Okay. So I would have to do it on a Sunday, and usually on Sundays I like to veg out because I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I totally understand that. Okay. Mondays and Tuesdays are like my veggie days, so I get that. For sure. So, okay, so we're going to put a pin on in that. We'll talk about it when he gets his chance to see it, because I'm not going to see it. I'm going to already tell you that. Um, not a huge hey, horror movie with... guy. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not really going to see it, but I am curious to hear about it. Like, I want to know, like, if it's actually good or if it's, like, a gimmick, you know? So. Okay, ready to move on? Yeah, I think somebody just walked in my house. Oh, it's my brother's friend. Never mind. Okay, yeah, we're ready to move on. Sorry. I just got distracted. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it happens to me sometimes, too. I'll hear a sound and be like, oh. ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, I seriously. Massive ADHD today. Yeah, me too. Don't worry. Yeah, so anyways, back to your movie. Um, so you're not going to see my movie, and I'm absolutely not going to see your movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the movie I'm talking about. Uh, so I went and saw Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania. Man, <laughs> it, uh, you sound like me with Atomic Heart. <laughs> yeah, this we're talking about some terrible stuff today, guys. Um, it was bad. It was very, very bad. Um, I'm happy to report I'm not the only person to say this. Uh, most reviewers, most um, uh, normal people are saying the movie's really bad. Um, the movie just it's not unique. It follows the tropes of a very famous movie that I'll mention in a second. 
Um, I'm just going to spoil it. I don't think it's worth people going out and seeing in theaters. And if you really care, you can skip this part of the podcast. Um, it's pro- I'm probably going to talk about it for about 10 minutes because that's only what it's worth. So skip 10 minutes ahead. And if I'm still talking about it, honestly, it's not that big a deal because the movie's terrible. So I, I uh, think um, in, in 10 actual minutes, we should just completely change to a random ass story for the people who did skip ahead so they get confused <laughs> sure yeah yeah right I don't, I don't know but okay five four three two one spoiler 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 okay the movie if you've seen star wars if you've seen episode four of star wars you've seen this movie it literally is star Oof. wars i i so okay so first off you're only in New York City for like two minutes, five minutes, maybe. And then they get sucked into the quantum quantum realm, and it looks like the quantum realm. But within another 10 minutes, they're in an alien um, city that looks like a city from Star Wars. The aliens look like aliens from Star Wars. And they go into a bar that looks like a cantina. Like, this is how the movie starts. Like, it, you go right into a cantina-looking bar... Um, and it's just so many Star Wars tropes from there going on. There's a part where um, Ant-Man has to go through jump down into this deep hole, and just before he jumps, he looks at his daughter, and he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too, but you're waiting for her to say I know, because it's like that scene where Han Solo drops into <laughs> the, the crypto. Like, there is so much Star Wars, like, you... Man, I can't even hit all of the tropes they do. Literally, like I'm sitting there and things just keep happening that I'm like, I try to ignore it at first because I was like, okay, this looks like a cantina. This looks like Star Wars, but I didn't say anything because my wife was super excited for the movie, so I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to ruin the movie for her, so I just said nothing. But I'm just thinking, okay, and then just things just kept happening that I'm like, okay, this is Star Wars. This is Star Wars. This is Star Wars. And at one point, I finally just looked at my wife and I was like babe we're watching star wars and she's like yeah i know and like she looked so disappointed (laughs) like nobody was it just it just was it was star wars and it was done bad it was like bad star wars that's the problem like it's not even like oh it was like star wars but it was at least good no it wasn't good it was i lost you nate i can't hear you anymore you can't hear hear me at all i can hear you yeah Oh, yeah, no, the sound for you completely cut out. Like, the last thing I heard was your wife going, I know, and then it just cut out. And I was okay. like, oh, it's going to come back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it'll come back eventually, I promise you. Uh, so you're just going to have to try to piece together what you missed. But you didn't miss anything. The movie's bad. Yeah. It, it's yeah. bad Star Wars. It's done worse than Star Wars. I don't even, and I know Disney owns Star Wars now, so it's like they were like, what do we do about this? What do we do for this movie? Mm, let's just take a movie that everybody loves and make it again. That's literally what it feels like. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, here. So, the main villain, who's supposed to be a big bad, as big bad as Thanos, by the way, um, lost to an Ant-Man, a wasp, and Ant-Man's daughter, who, by the way, doesn't even know how to fight in the beginning of the movie, but then suddenly takes down the biggest boss in the game, in the in the movie, in the game, <laughs> the biggest boss in the movie, and he's supposed yep. to be as strong as Thanos, and he 
doesn't just lose. He dies. Dies. <laughs> he just fucking dies. Yes. <laughs> they killed the biggest bad in this next part of Marvel that's supposed to be the biggest bad instantly. Jesus. Literally. Yeah, it's supposed to be leading up to Secret Wars or something now. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, not obviously not that big of a bad if he dies. Um, the, like, this whole thing is that he has this um, ship that he's tr- gonna try to get out of the quantum realm with to then destroy the world. The ship is a round ball. Like the Death Star. Okay. And to blow it... Torpedoes in his... No. His they throw... Ant-Man into it and he literally flies into the center and blows it up. Jesus. It's a the mix dude, between <laughs> up the butt Thanos and Star Wars. It's literally them blowing up the Death Star. And um, <laughs> yeah, like the big bad guy is just disappointing and the whole point is that there's like different versions of him, right? Like and I understand there's different versions of him, but he's supposed to be the the world slayer, like the worst. The whole point is that he was outcasted by the rest of the versions of him to the quantum realm to keep him from destroying everybody. But he just lost to... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. He got out... He got exiled from different versions of himself, and he's pissed off about it, correct? Correct. That, that's the thing? Yes. Yes. That sounds like fucking Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, he gets cast from different versions of himself down to the quantum realm because he's supposed to be so dangerous that he can destroy every single universe and they were all scared of him. But you're telling me three people with Ant-Man suits, essentially, were able to beat you. Yeah, they what? don't even have superpowers. They're literally people in powered suits. <laughs> also... <laughs> so another big bad of Marvel is Modok. Modok's in this movie. Yeah, and they I, I read the thing on Modok how Modok was Yellow Jacket in the first movie and he yeah. lost his memory or something. Yeah, no, he but remembers they, they made Modok He didn't lose his memory yeah. in this movie. He knows who he was and they make sure you know because he keeps so he wears this like gold mask that looks like the traditional Modok yeah. comic book face, which looks okay. And then he will take it off and reveal his giant-ass head, and it looks so bad. The CGI in this movie is terrible. So bad. And, like, it looks... <laughs> it looks... It's so bad. But he'll reveal his face, and literally, not kidding you, nine times, he reveals his face like, you know who I am, right? Yes, we know who you are. Like, you, you did the reveal once. We don't need the reveal 17 times. Put your mask back on because you look terrible. Like, and... Modok is supposed to be another very strong, powerful villain. Like, he could be almost another Thanos villain, but they waste him in this movie, and he gets defeated by Ant-Man's daughter, who doesn't even know how to fight. She beats him. Like, how are you going to let Modok lose to somebody who can't even fight? Like, it's just they wasted the character. They wasted, they changed his story. The, oh man, the movie's just so bad, bro. <laughs> it's, I'm so glad I didn't watch it's it. It's so bad. And it was one of those things where we... I'm not very excited for Marvel movies most of the time, but I was excited about this one because 
the bad is the bad guy was supposed to be so good. Like the actor they picked for his for him. Oh man, what's his name? Um, hang on. I I I can't remember his name, but also apparently like as of three four days ago, he never even watched. He didn't even go to like I guess the premiere or something of the movie. But he's never seen the movie. He just acted in it and then peaced out. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is his name. Okay, so Jonathan Majors is fantastic as Kang. Kang is um supposed to be scary, and I actually think he does very well. Like, when he's in the scenes, he drives the movie, 100%. Like, he's the best part of the movie. He's the best actor in the movie. He's... He's the best part of the... He's the best part of this movie by a million miles. But it... He's scary when he's talking, but then when he's fighting, he's losing. And that's what doesn't make any sense. It's like, he's like the bully at school who talks all that mad shit, but then can't back it up at all. That's exactly what he is. So, so it's just disappointing. Like, they went from showing that they were willing to murder every, like, half the universe with Thanos, like, and then they make another big bad who essentially is trying to do the same thing, but in multiple universes. And then they just defeat him. So what's the point? Like, if yeah. he is Kang the Conqueror, the, the baddest Kang of all, supposed to destroy everything, and he loses to these three, how are we supposed to worry that Kang's going to defeat the other versions of Kang are going to be any danger to the world at all? If we can just destroy the big, the big bad with three of with just three people, I don't see how the other kings are going to be any issue for us, for the world. You know what I mean? And you're supposed yeah, to fear yeah. him, so I just don't see any of the other movie. If Kang is in any of the other Marvel movies, I don't see myself ever being like, "Oh, we're gonna, they're gonna lose," because there's no fear anymore. <laughs> like, they, I don't know. Like, it's almost like they should have taken a different version of Kang. For this movie, and then you would have been like, okay, that Kang was strong, but not the strongest, so we'll see what happens. But they wasted the strong big bad on this one, unless they do that whole, like, I'm not actually dead. You thought I was dead, but if they do that, that's bullshit, because he literally gets sucked into, like, a void of, and then the void blows up. So I just, I don't I, I mean, see him surviving. It is Marvel. Yeah, right. I, I get it, but, like, I just, I don't know, like... They're going to have to do some retconning or something to be able to fix it because they're getting blown up. And Marvel is known for good movies. Like, it's kind that's of shocking. Marvel has, well, yeah, but that's why Marvel has a fuck ton of uh, universes that they came up with so they can keep telling different stories with the same shit. And, like, this is supposed to be making the way for, like, Secret Wars or the there's they're, they're in talks of doing the alternate Tony Stark that he's the one that has the... Um, the living suit, the one that like drove him crazy. He's a part of the Illuminati and he's from 838 and he goes to 6626 six, or whatever the fuck the normal one is. He goes to that one to take the re take revenge on those Avengers because all of his Avengers and Illuminati died from Wanda from 626 universe. Oh, that's actually kind of that'd be cool. But like yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and it's funny because Ant Man's kind of known as the worst Marvel movies, and this one is literally probably the worst the Marvel worst. movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's one hundred percent the worst one, and it happens to be the Ant Man movie. So, it's a shame because Paul Rudd is really funny, and he's a real cool actor. And 
Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah. Oh, and okay, his daughter and him, no chemistry at all. Like they cast, oh. they cast this actress who's I've seen in other movies and I don't remember her name and I'm not even gonna look it up because it doesn't matter. She's a terrible actor. She she is like, oh man, I'm blanking on the actress. The actress in Twilight. What's her name? I'd never seen Twilight, so I don't know. Okay, yeah, I right, but what you know the actress I'm talking about? You've seen pictures of her. Are you talking about Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart, yes. You know how her hey, acting. Kristen, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. So you know how her acting's super bad. Kristen Stewart's not a good. Well, actor. her acting's. It's she's, just super her... like stoic, stale. Her she shows no emotion. Like she's just not a good actor. This this is literally her. Like she acts like her, and she almost kind of looks like her a little bit. And so like yeah, she's not that man. I just kept seeing Kristen Stewart in her acting. Um, and it's just, yeah, like she just had no, like there's one point where her supposed dad, right? Paul Rudd's getting literally smashed against a wall by Kang, like and tortured essentially. And she's just like, oh, dad, no, please stop. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> Like, she's supposed to, you'd think she'd be freaking out because it's her father, but she's not. Bill Murray's in the movie? Yeah, that's what was supposed to be a surprise. Um, He's like a character who shows up for a second. Like, he's not an, he's supposed to be an important he's, character. He's just, yeah. just kind of there, and he's like, she was, he was like friends with the mom when she was stuck there, and he like betrays them. Like Star Wars, you know how the black guy betrays Han Solo and reports them to Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah, he does that to them with King. You know, Star Wars. But anyway, <laughs> he was there for Star Wars is basically what I should have said. Um, yeah, it's just so much. I actually didn't even make that parallel until right now as you as I was thinking about it. I was like, oh yeah, he reports him like Yondu does to Han Solo. And Star wow. Yeah, super Star It's just man yeah the, uh, it's it's a bummer it's a real real bummer you know it's oh katherine newton that is her name okay yeah she was in like bridge to terabithia as a kid I, yeah, um, okay. um and a few so, other things anyways um little side note Kristen stewart has been in roles that have bad writing yeah she has a very stoic appearance for her acting go watch american ultra she's actually a lot better in that movie okay look Every bad actor can have a good movie here and there, okay? I refuse to believe that she's been in any other movie except American Ultra. Because, <laughs> I mean, we can, we can say that about freaking, um, gosh, I'm so bad with names. Ghost Rider. What's his name? Uh, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, okay? Nicolas Cage is not a good actor. He does, there's some no. movies he's pretty good in. But he's not a good actor. <laughs> he's the male Kristen Stewart. There yeah, he literally is the male Kristen Stewart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, she's she was really bad. There was no chemistry, and it was weird because she just like they have her in here as like almost like a teen angsty I hate my father character, but like she blames him for not being there with for her when she was a kid. But at the end of Endgame, he's literally, they show him with her, and she's like 10? In this movie, she's like 18. So you're telling me 
he's been there for eight years and you're still holding a grudge that he wasn't there when you were a kid. And also, like, he, was, <laughs> he was doing his time. He was in prison. And uh-huh. then he was on ankle monitor. And uh-huh. he spent time with her. And then at the end of Ant-Man 1, like, they were having a blast. And he was like, oh, yeah. I'll see you next time. As they came and picked her, like, the new, you know, the mom and the new husband came and picked him up or whatever. Yeah. Or picked her up. And That was Ant-Man 2, like, by the way. I, There's been two Ant-Man movies. And that was well, the end of Ant-Man 2. But yeah, she's like 10 in that movie. This one, she's supposed to be 18, so it's eight years later. And you're telling me in that eight years, she's still holding a grudge against him? If, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So, if I was an 18-year-old girl, and I knew my dad could do do cool superhero shit, and then all of a sudden I could do cool superhero shit in a superhero-powered suit, why the fuck would you still be angry? How are you not like, holy shit, I'm doing cool superhero shit? Maybe forget the grudge a little bit. That's the other thing, too. She kept like, oh, you didn't hang out with me because you were helping the Avengers. Like, she, like, tried to degrade the fact that he was saving the world, basically, and that's why he wasn't able to hang out with her all the time. And, like, she just, it it was just, yeah, it it was like, uh, they put that in there for no reason. They just put that, they just wanted a teen angsty fight with her dad like and i think it was supposed to like drive the film and like make you want to see them bond more but i just thought it made no sense so i don't i just don't they i think they tried things in this movie that just did not work and um it's unfortunate because i was very you know excited like i said already and yeah anyway i'm i'm done with uh ranting about this movie it's not good don't see it in theaters. Wait for it to come to Disney Plus. Watch it then. Then you'll still see it's bad. You may not even need to watch it. Honestly, I just told you the whole movie. It's Star Wars. Like he died. Oh, Kang dies at the end. There's an end credit scene where they show the fact that there's multiple Kings, which I already knew. There's the Kings from a whole bunch of universe, and they were like meeting together to talk about the fact that they murdered King the Conqueror so they need to be worried and maybe get ready to attack the, our 616 universe or whatever but honestly we killed King the Conqueror so who cares who gives a shit like the movie's terrible um, there's another end credit scene though I'm actually super excited for where they revealed that they're in like old timey New York City and it's lo- for the new Loki show the new Loki season mm-hmm. and it's another version of Kang that they're like watching he's like a a scientist in this universe like in this time period and he's like uh, talking about something he's working on and they're like sitting in the audience and they like cut to loki that i'm super excited for the new loki show i love the loki show i thought the first season was great i'm super excited for the second season so if anything what okay here's what was really funny one more thing here's what's really funny the movie ends you know how normally when a movie ends people clap especially when you're like at the premiere we went to the premiere the first day it came out those people are normally big fans so you know how they clap at the end so the movie ended there was like three claps mm-hmm. <laughs> literally three claps nah. we waited for the ending cut scene with with the kings no claps then we waited for all of the credits it was like another 10 minutes they show this cut scene the entire audience clapped more people clapped for the fact that loki is coming back than the entire movie that's <laughs> I fucking love it. That's amazing. Like, I was like, uh, literally, we were leaving, and my wife and me, we like looked at each other as we were leaving, and I went, well, at least Loki's coming back, and she just started laughing, and she's like, yeah, 
<laughs> like that's that's literally what we got from that movie. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It, so, it was yeah. Okay. So uh little little side thing. Um Picard season three is out because mm-hmm. we're done with that Marvel mishap. Mm-hmm. Um Picard season three is coming out. Uh I watched the first episode, hour long episode. I thought it was amazing, except for the beginning. The beginning actually bugged the fuck out of me. And I know you don't watch Star Trek, but no. okay, you played Fallout Three, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had so to think about it for a second. Okay, you remember the beginning where I don't want to set the world on fireplace, and it pulls back slowly, and it's just showing you like the radio, and it shows you the bus kind of fucked up, and then it shows you everything else, and then everything else gets shown, and then it like starts going from I don't want to set the world on fire to like different music, and then it shows the guy in power armor. Yeah. That's how Picard starts out. It literally starts out with I don't want to set the world on fire, and the scene keeps like pulling and showing different parts of the ship, panels, like a radio that's on or some shit. And then like I'm just like this the guy who wrote this entire intro fucking loves Fallout 3. That's exactly what happened with the beginning of Picard. He loves Fallout 3 and decided to do at least an homage to it with that song and with that intro. And it bugged the fuck out of me for some reason. I get it. Fucking episode was amazing. I loved it. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, if I remember correctly, the last season of Picard didn't go very well. Am I correct about that? Like people didn't like it very much, right? It was no. It it was okay. Okay. But I I know you don't watch Star Trek, so I'll spoil this. And anybody who hasn't watched Picard, I don't give a fuck. Um, it the whole second season was about Q doing one last lesson to Picard and everybody he was traveling with because Q, the guy who played Q, that particular Q was dying. So this was like his one last lesson to him. And they act, they share a hug. It's super, it's actually super emotional. And then he's, they say their goodbyes in a certain way. And you're just like, Oh damn, you know, this is actually kind of hard hitting for people who watched the next generation and Voyager because that same actor is in both, both series. Um, but you see him come down as his normal young self that you're used to. He goes, oh, let me catch up with the times. And he snaps his finger and gets old like Picard. So he gets, you know, he time skips himself back up. But that's the second season is just Q is dying. He wants to give one last lesson. And that, yeah. At least it didn't end like season one. I didn't like season one's ending where Wesley popped out and was like, do you want to be a time agent? Hit a button and travel through time. And I was like, Okay, what? <laughs> I was so confused. Good. Okay, well, I'm glad that this new episode's good. Um, we'll yeah. get updates on the season as it goes. Um, oh, yeah. One more movie thing. Yeah. One more movie thing before we move on to another game. Um, they released the Flash <laughs> trailer. Oh, yeah. I'm pissed because the trailer looks really good, but I refuse to support that movie. Yeah. Um, so Ezra Miller's a piece of shit. We don't need to talk about everything yeah. he's done. Just know that he's a piece of shit. Um, go look it up yourself. And the fact that they, you know, got rid of Henry Cavill's Superman, and they got rid of all of these real like they're getting oh, rid of Wonder Woman, oh, they're getting rid yeah. of um, Aquaman, they're like getting rid of all of these crazy good actors who are and, actually doing well with the DC for James Gunn's new vision, which I'm very excited about James Gunn's new vision. I just don't necessarily agree with him getting rid of all these really good actors. 
their reasoning right now is, oh, it's because we're rebooting the DCEU. That's why we're releasing the Flash movie. It's 100% done. People liked it who watched it. We're releasing it. Yeah, and it's supposed to, like, reboot the DCU, like, show you that there's multiple universes just like Marvel, all this blah, 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 blah. Fine. The movie actually looks really good. And Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, the movie looks really good. Michael Keaton's Batman in it. They have, um, uh, the other Batman, um, yeah. Um, they have, um... Fucking Ben Affleck. Ben Batman. Affleck's Batman. They're like it looks good. The scenes that they showed off look good. They have Supergirl, which Supergirl's never been in a movie before, so it's really cool that they're bringing yeah. her to live action. There's all of this stuff they're doing right, but the main person is Ezra Miller. So I just I can't support mm-hmm. it. I will watch it when it goes to HBO Max because at least I'm not supporting him directly. But I refuse yeah. to make this movie go do well because I want to show them that the fact that they kept him as the Flash is a bad idea, especially because they can easily be like, it's a different universe. Like, there's different universes, there's different flashes. You can easily change the actor. The fact that they didn't is wrong. It's so wrong. Yeah, and everybody in the beginning was like, hey, get the CW Flash to do it. Like, even though I don't think he can really hold a movie like no. this type of movie, no. he can hold the show. A yeah. show is perfect for him. Yep. But him going from show to movie like this, it wouldn't handle well because of because of how different they are. They yeah. they really are different. different Going from tones. 45 minutes an episode, yeah. yeah, to this like long 2-hour movie maybe. I... Yeah, it's a different tone, it's a different type so of acting. So much information. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, I it's one of those things where I just I can't get myself to support the actor and I so I'm not going to see it. But just a heads up for everybody, no. it does look good and I implore you not to go see it. Just, just you know, let yeah. it be. So, speaking of Henry Cavill, Cavill, Mr. Nerd himself, I didn't know that, because it was pushed aside so hard because the fans stand by him, is yeah. that, the, that people literally went out of their way to do that. Like, I actually looked into it. They were saying he was, like, one of the biggest toxic gamers out there. He was toxic towards women on the set of Superman. Like, all of the movies he's been in, he was just this super bad guy who's toxic to everybody, and he's not this down-to-earth guy that he always portrays. But it's like, if you watch him do what he does, he's literally just a kind-hearted nerd that you guys tried fucking over, and we all know it. And we tell you to go fuck yourself. We kind of stand with the actor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got fucked over twice. Like, he lost yeah. his Spider. He, he left The Witcher, which he's great in, to yeah. be Superman. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. Actually, no more Superman. So, like, it's just, he got done dirty. And it's just, it's stupid. And Ezra Miller's a terrible and, human being. And he should not be the yeah. lead actor for anything. And,. Like I didn't watch I the new, um, I didn't watch the new, uh, that not Harry Potter, but the, um, Fantastic Beasts movie because he's like one of the main characters in that movie too, and I didn't watch that one because oh, I don't want that movie. Yeah, he's like one of the main. I've never, seen, I've never seen any of them, so I watched them before. I watched the first two before he became a, like before all this stuff came out that he was doing, um. 
So the third one that came out that I heard was good. I'm not even. I'm like, I don't care. He's in it. He's one of the main characters. I'm any movie he's in, I'm not gonna support. So yeah. Um. But um, yeah. Also, they are speaking of the because this will be a nice segue. Speaking okay. of Harry Potter stuff, uh-huh. um, they are writing the cursed child into a movie and bringing back the three original actors. Um. Wait, really? The cursed child was yeah. The cursed child was well known to not be a good play because it was a playwright. The cursed child was a playwright, and yeah. people said it wasn't that good. So now they're writing it into a movie, and now I'm like, okay, are they going to make it better because it's going to be a movie? Are they going to stretch it out three movies like everybody seems to be doing these days, or yeah, we'll is it going to be a one-off? We'll see. Um, I mean, it depends on how much. Good. Um, it depends on how much writing they have to do to tell the story right because I don't want them to rush yeah. it either. Like if they have to make a four-hour movie to make it work, then you should probably split it into two movies. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. – I think the big problem is that a lot of times movies will do that where like they don't want to make a trilogy, so they just split it into – they just rush the movie along too fast. So yeah, I'm hoping that they – if if – the rumors are true and they are making it anyway, that they, you know, take the time to really tell the story the way they need to and they don't rush it. Yeah. Um, but on to Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy. That game is fantastic. Dude, it is so good. Um, I keep running into things. I'm not close to beating the game. I'm like 30% in. And I'm like, (laughs) I've played for like 25 hours and I'm only 30% in. The game is so long, um, and every time I feel like there's not a lot of things for me to discover, I'm discovering new things. The side missions are fantastic. Some of the side missions are better than the main missions. Like, there's just so much to the game. All the characters are so fun. All the characters are unique. I actually care to talk to everybody. All of the, you know, all of the random kids walking to school. They always have fun stuff to tell me. I'm like, stop. I find myself getting distracted, looking at pictures, puzzles, doing all this stuff. I do all the side quests. I don't normally do all the side quests in games because they they're boring. But these side quests are fun. Um, it's just like simple things. Like this side mission is like, oh, go retrieve this. You know this special seed for this plant and then you go to get this seed and then there's like happens to be a cave of trolls blocking it that you have to fight through so like this thing that you thought was going to be a fast mission is now took you two hours because you had to fight through all these things there's just yeah the game is so good there was like this whole cut this whole side mission that i had to do that i was super excited about that i told one of my friends about and he never even got that side mission so he never got to experience it so it's like a whole nother reason to play the game again because there's side missions you never get to experience um, because you just don't run into them, and that's crazy to me that there's just like people who miss all this crazy cool content because they just happen to miss it. And like, awful puff. It's just my favorite side mission in the game so far. I'm Ravenclaw. Uh, I picked Ravenclaw. Um, my favorite side mission is like I was buying a store, but then it turned into like a crazy horror movie scene, like like a poltergeist was like haunting the store that I bought that I had to then fight. And he like brought me into like a medieval castle. And then he was like flipping the building as I was walking, like freaking inception. And then I had to like fight through all of these puzzles. Like it was the coolest side quest ever. And it was terrifying. And I literally was shaking as I was playing. Cause it was so fun. But like, there's just so many things this game does right. Um, and not a lot of things that this game does wrong. 
That being said, the game is getting a lot of flack because it's tied to J.K. JK Rowling. Because yeah. J.K. Rowling is also a horrible human being, just like Ezra Miller. And this yes, is where is. I'm going to sound kind of contradicting because I won't support Ezra Miller at all, but I was willing to get this game, which supports J.K. Rowling to some extent. The difference is that she gets a very, very minute amount of money from this game, and it's only because they're using her world. And unfortunately, there's no way to untie her from the Harry Potter world because yeah, she created so... it, she wrote it, so there's nothing we can do. It's not the same as her like directing the movie and getting like a, a, most of the proceeds from the movie. She's barely getting any of the proceeds from this game. So yeah. I don't and... think it's worth skipping out on the game just because she's a terrible person. The game is a fantastic yes. game. I want to support the devs because I want them to make another game. I want them to release DLC. I want them to create, show the world how to create a good game because this game is great. So the fact that yeah. J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit and ruining the game for other people sucks I and mean, it makes me so angry and yeah went over well, okay <laughs> so here's one thing i don't get you have a game that takes place in the 1800s there was as far as we know there was no actual trans people back in the 1800s they sure. could have been somebody who dressed up in women's clothing yes that oh, has been documented so, that people have dressed up in women's clothing, just so not that just we, actors and plays. Just so that but, people can understand, real quick. Sorry, Andrew. J.K. Rowling made bad comments about the LGBT, oh, LGBTQ yeah. community. I, I missed letters. I'm sorry. Trans exclusionary radical feminist in the UK. She does not like trans people. She has made that clear. Or I think it. And, I think it was gay and lesbian too. Like I'm pretty sure she like went really aggressive towards like. Yeah, men should be with women like well very yeah no she's a very traditionalist and sounds like very traditionalist religious person which is weird because you wrote a game about magic which is what religious people are against it's i don't get and it. we should establish that our podcast does not we don't support her i don't support her anyway yeah. andrew i know no. doesn't either i i would i would drop kick her in the face yeah well anybody would okay we're not saying yeah. we do but keep going. Sorry. I just thought they, they should so, know exactly what happened. Yeah, so she's against, you know, trans rights, gay rights, all that. And then yep. in the game, they put a trans character. Oh, it's the first trans character in the game. It's it's really not the first trans character in the game. For one, play fucking cyberpunk. There's a literally a trans character. You do like seven different missions. Comes depressed and it's a whole revenge story. I actually love her story, and I wish she was in the game more. Um, and you get her her car has a little trans flag painted on the back. I thought that was cool. But they have a trans person in the game. They have a black student in the game that is a main character, not just sidelined. And like it's they put all these things in the game because it's not just J.K. Rowling's world anymore. Now it's everybody's world. Everybody is sharing in this world. And then I'm still trying to wrap my mind around how goblins equate to Jewish people. I don't get that. I really don't. Somebody uh, yeah, made I, this connection uh, yeah. and it just took off. Yeah. And now everybody's like, oh, the goblins in Harry Potter. Sorry, not Harry Potter. The goblins. Well, it could be in Harry Potter, too. Also, um, the goblins in the Hogwarts universe. I'll say that. Yeah. When they when they get the more greedier and evil they get, 
the bigger their noses get. And I was like, okay, how does that mean Jewish people? That The reason the f- that it means Jewish people is because the people who think it means Jewish people are thinking racist, racial stereotypes. And Yeah, it's like that's... You're, a, that's by tying that to Jewish people, you're being racist yourself because you're like, oh, look at these Jewish yeah. guys. But just because that's written that way doesn't mean she she was necessarily thinking that. Again, we don't know. She could have been because she's a terrible person. But, yeah. but I just don't – I think that's a huge stretch that someone's like, oh, we're, we're, we're smashing her down, so let's really make it more aggressive. I don't necessarily think that that's true. Like I think you have to be yeah. somewhat racist yourself to think that that's what she was doing because she has not stated that. We're just – people are just assuming – yeah, but even that and, aside, she—it's not even just about all. It's just she's not the greatest person stance-wise with things, and she's made it known to the world that that she's not, and people don't want to support her, and that's fine. Yeah. I get that, but she gets such a small percentage of this game, and this game is so good, and I just like they're making a new Harry Potter movie, like you said, this one, the yeah. the cursed child, which with the three main characters. I'm assuming she's not going to be part of it. I don't think she's going to direct it. There's no way she's going to be really a part of the movie. But because they're using the Harry Potter world, she's going to have to get a little bit of the proceeds because she created the world, and that's unfortunate. But she's not going to get nearly as much of it as she would have if she was the director. You know? And I just don't think people should not experience something as great of a magnitude at this of okay. the, as this game okay. just because of that. So, 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 so. Okay. Here's okay. putting okay. to rest something about the Cursed Child. I typed in who wrote Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is a two-part two two-part play written by Jack Thorne based on an original story by Thorne. J.K. Rowling and John Tiffany. So she is not the single hand writer in The Cursed Child. Jack Thorne apparently is the number one writer of it, which makes me feel better. So I might yeah. actually watch that. The problem is but that there's still also written as a play, not a movie. And they're also using part, but he, they're still using her world. So she's still, she owns the world, unfortunately. So there's oh, any product that is made in the Harry Potter world, is she's going to get a small okay. percentage of that. No matter what, because yeah. she owns the world. So, Unless she were to sell it, if she sold the world right. or the rights to the world to somebody else, like Disney or whatever company, I, let's yeah. let's just say Universal, because Universe that's Universal's where Harry Potter World's at, right? Let's say Universal buys it from her, then she'll stop getting proceeds from it. But until she does that, she will get proceeds from any Harry Potter thing that's made. Which Absolutely. honestly, I don't think she's gonna sell it because she wants that money. Because she knows her franchise makes money because people love it. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate that the piece of shit owns the rights to it. Yeah. So it would be like if George Lucas was a piece of shit, which he's not. He's amazing. He's an amazing guy. So it would be like if he was because he got all the proceeds from Star Wars stuff until he sold it. Also, leave George. So, uh, side sidebar, leave George Lucas alone. He has no part in Star Wars anymore. Oh, that too. Yeah. People like if things go wrong with Star Wars, people always target him, but. He literally sold it. He, he has no. He doesn't yeah, control he, anything. Like he has. He's nothing. literally just. He's a. He is now a consultant to something he made in the seventies. Yeah. And he just took a step back and went, "I'm going to retire." Yep. So leave George Lucas alone. He's living his life with his family. Fucking yep. let it go. Yep. Agreed. 
So, anyways, uh, third down because I don't want to. I don't care what happens in the cursed child. Um, the first one, who wrote? Second one, what happens? Third one, did J.K. Rowling have help writing Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? J.K. Rowling had help. While J.K. Rowling's name is has a prominent space on the cover of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child scripts, two other names are also there: Jack Thorne, John Tiffany. Rowling never had help writing before, but this play wasn't actually her idea. So, the Cursed Child is just basically she threw her name there and had some input, but she is not the prominent Which... writer and idea person which she probably had they probably had to let her do be, to be able to use yeah. the franchise it's just it's just how it is all this being said and i'm done I, I i just want to throw this in there as a cursed child real quick okay dissatisfied fans and even some critics stated that while the cursed child brings forth a sense of nostalgia the over quality overall quality and the plot was weak compared to the original books yeah they have Likened it to a play to amateur fan fiction. Oof. Okay. Right yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, that's rough. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> so we're at an hour, so I'm just going to bang through these last three things real quick because we don't have that much more yeah. time. So I'm just going to push through real fast, get through. Um, quick thing. Uh, I just want to state, cross-progression is something that should be in every game. Okay? 100%. I wanted to talk about this a little bit more in depth, but there's we don't have time. Um. Cross-progression means, for people who don't know, that I can play a game on my computer, and then if I also have that game on my Xbox, I can go to my Xbox and continue that game. Or if I have it on my PlayStation 5, I can continue it on my PlayStation 5. Especially games that are live services that have been a lot around a long time. Specifically, I'm talking about Warframe. Warframe is working on having cross-progression, finally. It's 2023. Okay, we've had cross-progression in games coming out since like 2018 why every game doesn't come out with cross progression makes no sense to me they would sell way more yeah. copies because people would be willing to buy their game on multiple platforms if they could continue the game on that platform call of duty has cross progression which is yep. great i can play call of duty yeah. on my computer i can go and sit down and play call of duty on my ps5 and have all the same stuff all the same unlocked not have to start over again i do not understand why if your game comes out in 2023 you do not have cross progression Cross progression should be in everything. Okay. Yes. And another big heavy hitter for that, Division 2. If you have yes. Division 2, you know what we're talking about. My brother stopped playing it because he yep. moved from Xbox to PC. And he the reason, said he's not buying the game again. Fuck yep. that. And the reason he's bringing that up is because me and Andrew just talked about it because he was talking about how he was playing Division 2. And I would love to play Division 2 again, but there's no way I'm going to start it over because that game is too long, yeah. too much stuff. I had Fuck. crazy hey. good builds on my Xbox. I got rid of my Xbox and went to Andrew, and now I don't have anything. Screw you, Also, um, Just kidding. On that <laughs> Xbox, it the fan now kicks on like it's like 200 degrees inside that bitch. Like, it is... I'm on a, like a low game, Bro, and it's just like... That Xbox like, is like, like six yeah. years old, okay? Like... I know, dude. It's that time thing for you to get like a it's new... It's gonna blow up. It's time for you to I am not kidding. I was playing Fallout 76, and it. I started smelling plastic burning, and I was online with my my coworker and i was like dude i gotta finish this and get the fuck off like i was panicking and he was like what's wrong i'm like i think my xbox is about to catch fire <laughs> like i gotta finish this quest and go <laughs> i saw a online post that someone got had a fire in their playstation 5 was caught in the fire and it still works it was literally all melted and he turned it on and was playing games on, on the you know what fuck you playstation i'm not buying you <laughs> ps5 baby you know i okay. want to play last of us <laughs> yeah i mean that's fair okay moving on. so anyway, moving on moving on quickly cod modern warfare 2 just real quick, released its second season. I was 
like, okay, Modern Warfare 2 was just having some issues, like not enough maps, not enough stuff to do, mm-hmm. not enough progression. They released season two. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's kind of not that good. <laughs> I mean, they added Oof. they added a couple maps, but like they're all older maps. Like they read. I'm actually really excited that they put Dome in it because Dome's from Modern Warfare, uh, to the original. And like I haven't played Dome mm-hmm. in a really long time, so it was really cool to have Dome back and be a playable map that I haven't played in for. But they in won't bring years. back Skyscraper. They won't bring back Skyscraper. There's so many maps they could bring back, but they so they released. Season two, and like, there's a couple new guns which are pretty good. They added this new shotgun, which is my favorite. I'm I basically use only shotguns and pistols. And the shotgun that's basically full auto it doesn't it isn't full auto, but you can pull that trigger like so fast that it's basically full auto. And I put some snake shot, uh, some flame shots in it, and so it's, it, there's there's things about it that's fun, but it's just not enough content to keep players wanting to play. Also, the game was supposed to be a two year game. They just recently released that there's a new Call of Duty coming out this year, so why like they were supposed to make it a two-year game it was supposed to be a year that was a game that was supposed to keep going so people were buying all these skins because they thought they would have these skins for two years but now they're finding out oh a new cod's coming out this year so people who spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on skins are gonna lose those skins this year in like march when the new or not when Mar- in march in november when the new call of duty comes out they're gonna lose all those skins so people are getting pissed they're like we spent all this money on skins that we were supposed to have for two years and now you're telling us the game's dead after november that's how you make money and so they lied to us. They they announced like there's so there's supposed to be five seasons. They're on season two now, and like they released the roadmap for it. By the end, there's supposed to be something like twenty maps, which is so low. Call of Duty traditionally by the end of the life cycle has closer to forty maps. So they're about half of the maps that there normally is. Uh, there's supposed to be like a couple new guns each season too. But again, the guns were less than the guns in the past for Call of Duty, like the amount of guns. So like. Everything is less, and they're also releasing a new game way sooner than they were supposed to. So it, it's just it's so devastating for me, man. Like, Modern Warfare 2, I don't know if you remembered when it first came out. I was like, this Call of Duty is good. Like, I was so excited, mm-hmm. and they just have been dropping the ball with all of the announcements and all the stuff they're doing. So it's a bummer. I think uh, Call of Duty is officially going to be dead in my eyes with the new one. Like, I'm going to continue to play this one because I own it, so I'm going to keep playing it. Once the new COD comes out in April, uh, in November, when it normally comes out, I'll probably not purchase it, and I'm probably not gonna, um, probably not gonna continue to play Call of Duty because they kind of ended. Yeah, my. It's also why I stick to hope. playing Battlefield 2042 because honestly, in my opinion, 2042 is a lot more fun. Twenty? What are you talking about? That game did terrible. What, what do you mean? It is. It is fun. I am having a blast playing that game so it's better now and i don't than when it released because when is, it released it was oh, no, terrible no, no there's still like choppy ass graphics that happen like i oh, dropped okay. in on a helicopter and like it it was just like box art i was looking at like everybody was moving hella janky and then all the graphics loaded but by that time i was already running halfway down the map trying to avoid people so i can capture i started on one side and i was doing conquest because that's my favorite one to do i started on one side and i just ran away from the entire battle to capture a uh, checkpoint on the other side of the map so I can do a try to do a pincer movement and my squad got it apparently nobody else got the fucking memo so it was just me my squad and like two other randos that decided to capture everything on that side of the map and if uh, you know who zombie smurf 42 is fuck all y'all you should have (laughs) helped 
but I'm having fun. I'm I always have a blast when I play Call of, or um, Battlefield. I always have a blast. Yeah, I think the problem with Call of Duty is it's not that I don't have fun with it because I do because and in, just innately I like the gameplay of Call of Duty. I like how the guns feel and stuff. It's just when there's a lack of content, you can only have fun with it yeah. for so long before you know you're going to get bored. And when you know that the game promised you all of these things, like a two-year life cycle, all this stuff, and they're basically pulling that out from under you, you just, your excitement, just you just lose your excitement really fast. Like, I was gun-ho about the game when it first came out, and it's just, yeah. oh man, it's just so disappointing. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of disappointing stuff today, guys, except for pretty much Hogwarts Legacy. That's the only exciting thing we talked about. Yeah. Um, you have uh, one more thing. So, I have one more thing. Yep. It is about Last of Us. Okay. I haven't seen the show. It's uh, getting high ratings across the board, which I'm glad for because I've watched the entire playthrough of both games. Okay. And I enjoyed watching the playthrough since I don't have a PlayStation. I can't play it. And I've been called a bastard for this. I've been told since I didn't play the game, I can't experience it correctly, which I think is the wrong thing to say if you're a gamer. You, you can't tell somebody they... they by what like it's the same thing as watching a movie you can experience emotions watching a movie i do when i watch firefly i always do watching like heart of gold or watching well basically all of firefly but <laughs> i watched it like i was watching a movie yes i got attached to characters yes uh, you know i don't agree with some things that happened in the first game and the second game but i side with abby i side with her decision and i side with her on what happened in last of us 2 you're a horrible human that being and should be Exactly. Murdered. That's what I get. That is what I get when I tell people this and when I explain to it, nobody gives me a fucking chance. So we're not gonna I'm not gonna tell you which what what he's referencing because it, it's a pretty big spoiler and I want you to go that game yes. is worth actually playing. So I'm not gonna tell you exactly I, I will never, what he's referencing. Yeah. Just tell I'm just gonna tell you most people do not agree with what he's saying. I'm joking, exactly. by the way. I don't want you to be murdered, but I I get where they're coming from because that opinion is very, very um opposite of most people, Rare. including me. I do yes. not agree with what he is saying. Um <laughs> I will explain it when we're not recording because that is a game I, I actually really, do kind of want to never spoil that game. Yeah, no. That game is definitely a one hundred percent you need to watch need to play yeah, totally. or watch on Twitch um from the beginning because yep. it's a very good game. Um But yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, no, I'm done. I just want okay. to get that out of the way. So if if if, cool. if you have any comments on Last of Us, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I have my opinions. Respect them. <laughs> yeah, he's allowed to have his own opinion. But anyway, I'm going to run the outro. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Yeah. Be safe, y'all. <laughs>